So welcome everybody to Glowcast. This is the podcast where my friends and I talk about living a high vibe life so you can do the same. Uh, Today I'm talking to Francesca. She's the owner of Confident Babe. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here. So, so excited. I'm super excited for our chat today. Um, Can you tell all of our listeners about your business? Yes. Okay. So let me try to wrap this up in like a nutshell without going crazy. (laughs) Um, So the Confident Babe is, so what I do is business and lifestyle coaching. um, And it's really where I work one-on-one with other women who either have a business or maybe they have some kind of idea in mind um, or network marketing. That's another big thing. I help girls that are in network marketing, but are struggling, you know, to really kind of find what they're looking for. They want a business, but they're not really sure how to navigate. Mm-hmm. So I help women um, really take their ideas and turn them into a business and do something that they really freaking love because life is too short. And why not do what you want? Like, why not do what your passion is? Um, so that's like the business side of it. But then I also take lifestyle and that is really geared towards my clients' individual needs. Um Lifestyle can mean anything. It can mean more self-love, more self-care, a better, you know, lifestyle as in health and fitness, you know, really finding a routine that works for you. Um, I'm super big into morning routines now because that has changed my life so much. I was never a morning person until I started. Um, So, yeah, the lifestyle portion is really, again, tailored to my clients' needs and what they're looking for. Because if you don't have a good or healthy lifestyle, then how are you going to have a healthy business and something that can really work for you. So yeah, that's a little bit about me in a nutshell. That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. You sound so just ecstatic when you talk about it. I love it. The energy is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about, <laughs> uh, you mentioned your morning routine. What's your morning routine like? Okay. So it started with um, waking up a half hour early because again, I am not a morning person and I, I shouldn't say that I'm just not the type of person to wake up at like 4am, start working out and like, I'm ready to go for the day. Oh yeah. I feel like that's most people. We can't do that. Most people don't function that way. Do it. I'm like, God bless you. Like give me some of your energy because I can't, (laughs) I can't do it. So I started waking up at six. And again, like, I feel like for most people, they're probably like, okay, you know, six is really not a big deal. (laughs) But I started waking up at 6am. And right when I wake up, I do not look at my phone. I was someone who woke up, like, I would have like 20 alarms, literally, like 10 minutes each, it would be like six, six, 10, six, 20, six, (laughs) 30. And it was just like, obviously a nightmare. Then I would go back to sleep for 10 minutes and wake up like that is not a good sleep pattern. But I would snooze my alarm, I would wake up last minute, and then I would be scrambling. And I would be like, you know, hitting traffic and doing all these things. And then I would be angry and it was like, not a good, not a good mindset. Um, so allowing myself to wake up, not look at my phone, immediately meditate. I light my candles. I'm usually actually still in bed. I have like everything set up from the night before I have my journals, my, you know, candles, like anything that I need, that's going to like relax me. I have that right next to my side. So I have no excuse not to do it. Um, and yeah, so I wake up and meditate. I usually journal within that meditation. I love Gabby Bernstein's, um, you know, her meditations are like amazing. I can't with those. So I'll usually, usually do those. And then she has some kind of like journaling prompt for the most, you know, for most of them. Mm -hmm. So I'll do that. Um, really like set out my intentions for the day. That has been a big thing because 
like mindset for me was something that I was really stuck with. I just like couldn't grasp the fact that you could write something down and like manifest it. And obviously that doesn't happen, you know, overnight. Like, right. It takes time. <laughs> I'm not saying that any of this is, you know, super easy in the beginning, but it's just amazing when you start to really like write down your intentions, write down your goals for the day. And you just start to truly believe in them and then they start to come true. And it's like the smallest things, <clears throat> you know, that can happen. And then you're like, okay, well, what else can I, you know, manifest into my day? It just gets like better and better as the day goes. So, yeah. I love it. That's so true. As soon as you start noticing those little synchronicities and you're aware of them, you're like, oh my gosh, it this works. This is real. And then you can manifest those bigger and bigger things. Exactly. And I feel like until you, because I was always a believer, not even a believer. I was just one of those people who are like, that's not, you know, you can't manifest things into yeah. your life. Like, how do you even do that? You know, like, what's a morning routine? I was totally there with all of those people who are not believers. And I just feel like once you just have, like, that mindset shift and you're like, you know what? Let me just start saying yes. Like, that is my biggest thing that I tell all my clients. It's like, let's change your mindset and start saying yes to things that you normally wouldn't say yes to because what are you, what do you have to lose? You know what you wake up an hour earlier, like, is something really bad going to happen to you? No, <laughs> like you find out what works for you and you just do it. So once you start to really, I feel like, you know, put that mindset to work, you're, ugh, it's so powerful. Like you can do so many different things. That's so true. It's such a great, it reminds me of, um, Shonda Rhimes book year of yes. Have you read that? I haven't, but I heard of it, but I haven't read it. It's totally a must read. I loved it. She had that epiphany um, herself. And she was like, I say no to anything that even just scares me the tiniest little bit. So she made a commitment to herself to say yes to all those things that scare her. And that reading that book is part of what sparked, you know, something in me like to, you know, make a change, even if you're scared. Um, You know, it's, the fear is where you grow and that's where you need to jump into. So to just do it. And since I have started to lean into that fear rather than shy away from it, the new experiences that I've had are unbelievable. I love that. No, and that's me. And I'm adding that book to my list. <laughs> I'm a book junkie. <laughs> um, but I, I love that because honestly, I feel like for me personally, the book that really changed my mindset and like had me, like, whoa, like, again, like an epiphany, I can just do this was the universe has your back. Yes. By Gabby Bernstein. I was like, so moved by that book. I don't even know how to describe the feeling as I was like reading that book. And I was just like, I got like, that's when it just clicked for me. Like I needed to just stop what I was doing and switch gears. And I haven't looked back since. So I'd love that so much. It's so powerful when a book can do that for you. Oh, yeah. And anything by Gabby really is just, I it hits in such a deep way. It's incredible. Um, Francesca and I both went to the same um, book tour in Boston to go see Gabby um, and be part of that workshop that she did. Um, just with her new book, Super Attractor. But what got me started on her, too, was also Universe Has Your Back. Yeah. She's just, yeah, she's incredible. It's actually funny because someone asked me to say, like, what is the difference between Rachel Hollis and Gabby Bernstein? And I also love Rachel Hollis. Like, she is amazing as well. Oh, yeah. But I feel like Rachel Hollis is so more, like, focused on strategy and business and really, like, you know, getting the job done. Mm -hmm. Where Gabby is so spiritual and, you know, um, just, like, really finding yourself and, like, being in tune with your mind and body and 
listening in a different way. It's kind of like that masculine and feminine energy. Yeah. You know, I feel like Rachel's a little masculine, Gabby's a little feminine. Like I like the two of them together, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm I'm not super familiar with Rachel, but I will check her out because she sounds awesome yes. too. She is, yeah, she's another amazing, again, like her two books were amazing. I'm actually going to see her in Florida in January. So I'm super excited. That's amazing. Um, Cause she does a conference as well. It's like a three day conference and it's super cool. But I, yeah, I feel like she's geared towards like business and I mean, she's obviously, you know, be a better you and how to help you do those kinds of things. But Gabby is like, I mean, when you read her books, it like really hits you. I feel like it's just incredible. The experience that you get from reading her book. Oh yeah, totally. She, uh, she's fantastic. And I especially love listening to her audiobooks because she narrates all of them herself. So you just really, her voice added in and her reading it, how she wanted it to be read really just adds so much to it. It truly does. It does. Yeah. I know. That's why, like, I love audiobooks and then I don't because if the person isn't narrating the audiobook themselves, I'm like, I can't do that because how are you going to really engage and like understand what they're saying. Like they're not speaking to you. 100%. Oh yeah. Totally agree. Now you mentioned Rachel goes to a conference, a business conference that you go to. Yeah. So she puts on a conference. It's the rise conference. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, again, she started from the bottom and like worked her way up, which is like so incredible. So she, I think she started with like one rise conference, in I think she lives in Texas or something like that and over like three years I believe she's like built it to now she is going international I think she's wow. doing like London and stuff but basically it's a three-day conference that she puts on um, and it goes through three phases of your life so it's going to go through your past your present and then your future self so each day is geared towards that and it's really like you know, just kind of breaking you down, like, you know, understanding like why you do the things that you do and where you're coming from, um, which I think is so powerful because we can't just jump into our, you know, present and future self without really understanding our past behaviors and like things that we think are so normalized because we've done it for so long and we've been taught certain ways and it's hard to like break the norm, I guess you could say. Oh yeah. Um, so it, it's powerful to like, you know, break that down, understand like where you're coming from in order to move into like your best self. So you should check her out. Cause you know, that's just another thing that we could go to. <laughs> Yay! I would love that. I'm all about that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Awesome. Now, how did you start um, Compton Babe? <sighs> okay. Well, so again, let me try to like backtrack a little bit. So before I started my own business, um, actually one year ago, like next week will be one year that I quit my retail um, job. I was a store manager for five years in, in retail. And I love the aspect of like being my own boss in a way, like managing employees, like doing all of the entrepreneurial things. But obviously I was, you know, <laughs> working for someone else, right. you know, ultimately, obviously. And retail, for anyone that has worked retail or understands, is so freaking hard. You know, it's like long nights, weekends, holidays. You just don't get a life and yep. you kind of get burnt out. So last December, I was like, I can't do this anymore. It was like the buildup was just happening over the course of a couple of months. And I was just talking to my husband. And I'm like, I can't do this. Like, 
I'm going to go crazy. Like, is this really like what my life is supposed to be for the next like 35, 40 years? You know, until I retire, I'm going to be in retail as a store manager. Like, I know I'm made for more, right? So he was like, you know what, just quit. Like, just do it. He's like, Christmas is your favorite holiday. You won't have to work this, you know, last Christmas. Like, just quit. And I quit. I think it was like, yeah, two or three weeks before Christmas. I just quit. And I was like, holy crap, like, what do I do now? (laughs) And I started, you know, really getting into like, reading more books about like other boss babes. And Rachel Hollis was one of them. And I was just, you know, really educating myself with all these different women who, you know, started from the bottom and worked their way up. And so from last year, yeah, from last December until now, um, the Confident Babe has been like a work in progress. And it started with me actually going into network marketing. This is why I feel like so, you know, close with other network marketers, because like, I understand where they're coming from and how they're struggling and whatnot. So right, right. I started out with, with network marketing, um, with fitness. And I loved it at first. Like I loved building up my, my team. You know, I had about like 10 coaches with me and I just, I loved that aspect. I could just build it up. I could, you know, help other clients, like help other women be their best selves. Like that was really the whole idea of why I started network marketing. But as I, you know, was going into it and, you know, with a couple of months that I was doing it, I just felt so burnt out so quickly. I just, I didn't want to send out the hundred, you know, DMs every day. I didn't want to be that spammy person who was, you know, in everyone's Instagram DMs, like, Hey girl, you know, try out my boot camp and join this and join that. I just, I couldn't do it anymore. So ultimately when I read the universe has your back, I literally had that mind shift moment of like, okay, I just, I need to quit network marketing altogether. And I just need to start my own program. And that's really what I did. I did that. I, so i probably been doing this for since like August now Mm -hmm. is really like how the confident babe like really came into play um and I really like gear my business again around people who and women who feel the need to you know want more they know that they're made for more but they're just stuck like they just feel stuck and they don't know how to get out of whatever it is that they're in whether it's a nine-to-five whether it is network marketing Or again, you know, maybe they're a stay-at-home mom and they just like don't want to just be a mom. They want to do something else and they don't know how to navigate through that. Mm -hmm. Um, That is where I help them. So I have a ton of different modules that we go through. It's um, anything from like business foundation, it's mindset, it's going through websites, it's going through, um, you know, offering free calls to, to people to really help them understand like where they can go and how they can, you know, bring their business to life. It's all these different things that I personally went through um, because I decided to hire my own coach as well. And she's the one that helped me, you know, kind of navigate through this new journey of myself. And now it's just kind of like going down the going down and just helping other women. So it's really incredible when you have a coach and you can have any kind of coach. I mean, a coach could be almost like your therapist in a way, you know, it's whether it's an accountability coach or a business coach, whatever it is. It's so nice to have that sense of security that you know that you can go to this person and just, you know, vent them about anything because we are, we're supposed to just help each other. It's like, I always say community over competition is my biggest thing because if we're all, you know, trying to like one up each other, where does that get us? Right. Nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) So the confident babe is really just, you know, digging deeper 
into, you know, what is holding you back, changing your mindset and just being really truly confident because there's really no other, no other way to be. I feel like, you know, you, you need to live life. We only get one life, you guys, like it's not guaranteed and you don't know what tomorrow will bring. So you need to do what you truly love and figure out your passion. So, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I love it. That makes me so happy. And I like how your perspective of just truly helping people and showing up for people, because I think that that's where the true value of like a good coach comes in is a good coach is somebody who, in my opinion, shows up for you every session and already sees you as your higher self, the person that you want to be. And having that person who's there for you, no matter what, is so cool. And it's totally life changing. And like you said, it totally doesn't matter what kind of coaching it is. It just depends on what you need in that moment. Exactly. No, I totally agree. And like you said, too, like having that person just show up for you and be authentic, like, it's not someone who is just, you know, trying to one up you or take your money or do whatever. It's like someone that you can genuinely connect with and who has gone through the struggles that you're already going through. Like that's key as well. You know, it's whenever I'm like stuck or I'm feeling some kind of way, I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me just call my coach. Like she knows what I'm going through and she can walk me through it. So I just want women to know that they aren't limited to what they are accustomed to like that you don't have to just go by the norm you know and the norm for me was like okay you know you go through school and you go to this college and you get this like big fancy career and then you're in debt with student loans and then you know you're struggling and you're doing all these things and it's like you don't have to do what is expected of you like we're going into 2020 times have changed you know it's time to just like level up your life and really like do what you're meant to do like what is the passion what is you know wanting to come out and just really like be present, you know? Yeah. God, I could talk for hours (laughs) about it. I'm like, girl, do what you want to do. Yes. I love it. It's so important though. It's, you know, a lot of people think that you have to be in that, you know, nine to five or that, you know, normalcy pattern in order to achieve things and be whole, but there are different ways to go about it. You know, that gut feeling, that pity your stomach, your intuition, you're like, this is the right thing to do. And I'm doing it right now. Yeah, no, that's amazing. And that feeling is like, so good. and so scary at the same time. (laughs) Like, you know, that it's gonna be so good. But in the moment, you're like, Oh, crap. Okay. Yeah, no, I really just did this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But no, that's amazing. And you know what? Again, like, it's, it's not that I, I say like, okay, you know what, like, after someone listens to this podcast, it's like, go quit your nine to five. Oh, yeah, you no. Know, <laughs> you have to figure it out. Like, it's totally fine. It's like, no, you know, obviously, you know, you know that you're made to do something else. And you're made for more and you want to do all these different things. So it's like, as you're in your nine to five, like, let's start thinking about the next steps to get you out of that and start, you know, working in your own business. Because I feel like most people are, you know, so stuck in their nine to five that they just, they don't know how to get out. And they Mm -hmm. think that it's never going to be possible because they need endless amounts of money or endless amounts of clients before they could ever quit their nine to five. And that's just not the case. You know, I mean, you don't need to have a hundred clients right off the bat. You know, you don't need to have like, 10 grand ready to go. Like that's not realistic. And so I just feel like when I talk to so many different women, 
you know, offering free calls and whatnot, because I just want people to know, like, it is possible to just step out and do what you love. Like, it doesn't have to be this overcomplicated, tricky situation. It can be not super seamless, because obviously nothing is ever going to be perfect. (laughs) But it can be much easier than you think. So, oh, yeah, that's amazing that you left. I mean, I'm sure you do not regret anything about that. Not a (laughs) second of it. (laughs) I love that job and I love everything that it taught me. And I loved the environment that I was in and the people that I was with. And I think that's part of the reason why it was so hard for me to leave is because it was something that I did truly love. But uh, the moral of like me telling my story about leaving is not so much like quit your nine to five if you feel called to do so, but more you know, when you feel something that strongly in the pit of your stomach and you just know that you have to do something, even when it's totally outside of the norm or just far-fetched from what you think is actually you're capable of, when you feel it that strongly, you got to go for it and move because those are that's your intuition speaking to you. That's your higher self. It's your inner voice telling you what to do, and that's when you go for it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. No, it's everything that you just said is so spot on because it's so true. You just, you just know, like, you can't really describe the feeling. Like, people are like, okay, you know, what, what, do, how do I know? Or when do I know? And it's like, you can't really pinpoint a specific, you know, emotion or feeling. It's just, you just know inside that, are you constantly thinking about this? You know, whatever it might be, whether it's another, you know, business or something that you're wanting to create, whatever the case is, it's mm-hmm. just, if you're constantly thinking about it and you're, you know, figuring out ways to maybe like incorporate into your life and all of those things, you just, that's it. That's when you know, like there's not going to be some billboard saying, okay, it's time. (laughs) We're ready to go now. (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice though? That would be amazing if everything was just right up in a billboard for me. Like every next step was like, okay, step one is done. Let's move on to step two. (laughs) That would be a miracle, but no, it doesn't work like that. (laughs) It doesn't. We have to listen to that inner voice. One of my, one of my go-to ways to tell my higher self voice from my ego voice is to take a breath and then listen to the voice that's calmer because your ego voice or your anxious voice or whatever is going to be louder and more intense and not pleasant feeling, but your higher self is always relaxed and calm and always feels good. So you listen to that calm side. I I like that. I'm taking that from you. I'm going to listen to that now when I'm in my, the back of my mind. I'm like, <laughs> okay, yep, I'm going to listen. All right. So I love um, your journaling that you do as part of your morning routine. I personally have a really hard time journaling. I can look at a blank page and nothing comes to me. And I've also tried mm-hmm. some of those, oh gosh, I think I have three or four different like prompted journals and I just have a really hard time with it. Do you have any tips or suggestions for anybody who's looking to get into journaling? Yeah. So, okay. The first thing I would say is when it comes to journaling, um, like don't overcomplicate it. It's mm-hmm. not going to come to you right away. It's not something that you just open up a page and you can like write a whole book and be like, Hey, we did our journaling for the day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a little bit, it's not even more in detail. It's really just opening up the page and whatever comes to mind for you as far as, um, you know, whether it's like a morning or nighttime thing. So when it's morning, I usually start with writing out my intentions for the day because 
I was never a journal kind of person either. I was never one to just like open up my journal and free write and feel confident and comfortable in what I'm talking about. And I feel like that's, that's okay because journaling is supposed to really allow us to like write our thoughts on a piece of paper without any kind of judgment and like see how it goes from there. It's not people who write books. It's not like they just open up, you know, their computer one day and just start typing out a whole book. And it's like, yeah, this was all in my head and we're doing great. This is great. <laughs> like, no. Um, when it comes to those journals, though, I feel like I was once to a journal freak when it comes to like, I want all of the things like I want all of these different journals that say I'm going to help you and these specific prompts and mm-hmm. all of these specific questions. But I feel like that kind of just puts you in a weird position to like immediately answer that question. And it's like, I mean, that question could be anything, right? Like, you know, what, like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Or, you know, how's your spirituality or or what, like, it just, it could be so specific that it's, it's just too much because you're not allowing your, your mind to free flow. Like you're opening up a journal, you're looking at the question and it's so specific that you weren't even thinking of that. So now you have to think about it. And then that causes you to like go into like this panic mode of like, oh crap, like what do I write about? Yeah. So what I always say to my clients is to, if you're doing it in the morning, I love to meditate personally um, because it just allows me to even just like for 10 minutes to just come with, you know, just be with myself, like be with my thoughts or really not be with my thoughts, right? Just kind of like decompress, close my eyes, don't think about anything, whatever image or, you know, thing that comes to mind is what's supposed to come to mind. I'm not forcing it. Um, and if nothing comes to mind, don't think that you're meditating wrong either. Um, not even to go into meditating because obviously that could be like, a whole other <laughs> yeah. but I feel like when you hear meditating and journaling, you automatically have this like picture in your head of like, okay, I'm going to meditate. I'm going to be super Zen. I'm going to have all these things come to mind and then I'm going to be like healed within 10 minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we do the same thing with journaling. So for me, I meditate. I just allow myself to just like breathe and just be still. I like my candles around me and then I open up my journal and I just write out my intentions first for the day. And then that just allows me to kind of free flow a little bit. For me, when I say free flow, I'm like writing maybe a page of of journaling each morning. It's not something specific where I'm writing, you know, 10 pages and I'm like, you know, if I don't write 10 pages, I can't get away from this journal. It's like, no, whatever comes to mind comes to mind. And I was saying, you know, too, that if you're basically writing you're in your journal, like I'm stuck, I don't know what to write in my journal, like write that in your journal, because it sounds silly, but it'll just get you flowing more into what's in your mind and then putting it on a piece of paper. Um, and there's like no right or wrong for journaling either. It's not like I've been journaling for a couple months now and meditating and I'm like not a pro. But that doesn't mean I don't know what to do either. It's just whatever feels natural for me is what works. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing that I would say is if you're not really like the morning meditation kind of person and you like to do everything at night, I guess, because, um, you know, people are different because then you have to have a specific morning routine. I do think you should have some kind of routine. But if you are coming home, you know, at night or whatever it is before you kind of like, you know, go to bed, decompress. I would write out in your journal, like how your day went versus maybe how your day was supposed to go or how you wanted your day to go. Um, Those are easy things to start with, right? Like your attentions and like then how, you know, your day went because you can write about those things. And then writing about what comes to mind after that can just be, you know, as the days go on and you get better and better with it, 
it'll just come to you more naturally. So I hope that answered your question. <laughs> it <laughs> Sorry, does. No, no, it helps so much. And I really like what you said earlier about your journal being a place for you to write for yourself and be non judgmental against yourself. Because I, too, like when I did try and journal what I did write down, I would judge myself on it. I'd be like, why? Like, what is this? But to to think of it as a place for me to be vulnerable instead is a really cool mindset shift on it that I think will actually help a lot. Yeah, exactly. And, and like I said, like no one has to look at your journal, right? It's almost like your diary when yeah. you were younger and you had a diary and you're just like, you know, writing whatever comes to mind. Like it, there is no wrong or right. And I think that we forget that, right? Like we get all these journal prompts and we, we get like these books and everything that everyone has and like the latest and greatest thing. <laughs> and we get so caught up in like looking at these things and we're like, this question, like, why is this question even here? I didn't even think of this question. Like when you're journaling, it should just be free flowing as much as possible. Um, and then, yeah, don't judge yourself on what you're writing because you're writing it for a reason. And it's always good to just come back to what you've written. So you could even journal morning and then journal at the nighttime, you know, and oh, yeah. just kind of like compare the two. So yeah, no judgment here. <laughs> I like that idea. I'm definitely going to keep that in mind and uh, try and yeah. do some do some meditating and then journaling right after to yeah. try and get in the flow of it. Because I do want to be able to, I don't know, I have a lot of throat shocker work that I'm doing, a lot of speaking my truth and being vocal and using my voice yeah. when I need to. And I think that journaling will help me work on that. Yeah, because you know what, you could just like, for me personally, like one of my goals is to be like a phenomenal public speaker, right? Like, that's just what I want to write down. And for me, like journaling, it helps me to write down what I would really want to say to someone, you mm -hmm. know, in person, like wherever I'm speaking or whoever I'm speaking to, it just, it validates that. Like I'm writing it down because I know that I'm capable of doing it, but it just makes me feel a little bit better as I'm writing these things down because the more you write things down, the easier it's going to get eventually because you're going to just like build up that confidence. Like say it out loud, write your journal and then say it out loud, like whatever it is, like there's no wrong or right you just need to you just need to get it out so for you maybe it's it's nice to just write out what you would really want to tell someone or maybe you feel uncomfortable saying something specific to like a client or whatever write that down how you would really want it to go because it's just going to build up that momentum for you the more that you do it every single day I totally practice makes perfect right exactly awesome <laughs> well thanks so much for talking with me today can you tell everybody where to find you Yes. And thank you so much. I was, this was like super fun. Yeah. So I am mainly on Instagram. You can find me over there. Um, it's at the underscore confident babe. I'm actually like only ever on Instagram, love Instagram. Um, <laughs> and then you can also find me in a Facebook group. It's the confident babes Facebook group. That's also linked in my bio on Instagram. And that Facebook group is really just a place where any person, any woman, you don't have to have a business or anything like that. We just come together as one, um, no judgment, stress-free zone. We can just ask each other questions. There's affirmations and tensions in there, just all of the goods to just, you know, make you feel like a better person. I love it. <laughs> Safe space for women. I love it. Exactly. Exactly. That's awesome. Well, thanks again, girl. We'll talk real soon.